Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How are you doing? I am I am good. Now that my, my phone is working, I'm good. Yeah, you got a new phone. I did, and I have um, problems with technology. No. I, I, I had know. no idea, but it's, I didn't know that about you. I know. It's... Um, no, it's it's like a legit thing. So <laughs> funnily enough, my my dad has this thing and I should Google it because I cannot remember the noise, the, the name of it and people are not going to believe me. But if he wears a regular watch with a battery in it, you know, just a normal whatever kind of watch, he drains the battery. Um, so he the only thing he can do is wear a wooden watch. That's the only thing he can wear with his body and he doesn't kill the battery. Interesting. I know it's weird. Uh, it does not matter what piece of technology I touch, something will go wrong with it. <clears throat> and it it's so infuriating because my husband can literally walk me step by step through something and like watch me do it and it will not work. And then he'll come right behind me and do the exact same thing and it works. So I'm forever like this it's, it's just bad. It's so frustrating. So of course, when I went to just do what should have been simple and swapped my new phone over, you know, it should have just automatically done its thing. It required many phone calls and chat rooms and all this kind of stuff that you shouldn't normally have to do. Yay. Anyway, other than that, oh, well, how are you? Oh, not nearly as good as you are. <laughs> it's it's all good. It's all good. Honestly, today I've been dragging just because of this weather. Oh my gosh, I know. I, I know. well, I had to teach at six o'clock this morning, and luckily it was fine. There was no rain. I mean, it looked a little cloudy, but it was kind of dark that time, anyways. And I had my first client at seven thirty. And then after my client left, it just started pouring and it was dark. And like the rest of the day, I was just like, I want to go back to bed. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so it's yeah. so hard. I always say I'm like one of those, you know, when you see a really sad little flower because it's just dry and it doesn't have enough water and it's super droopy. Mm-hmm. And then the sun comes out or, you know, you water it and then the sun comes out and it's like this perky little flower and it's so happy and shiny and smiling. I am that sad flower Aww, when it is. I am. I'm a sad. I can't help it. It literally zaps me for the day when it is that. Mm-hmm. When it's like it was today. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. I need sunshine. I could never live in some place like London Mm-mm. or Alaska Mm-mm. where it's like dark. Nope, um, me either. I could, yeah, it, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I need sunshine. Yeah. I do. I need sunshine to thrive. Otherwise, I'm just like, oh, like this mopey little, like, give me You're my You're a sad bed. flower. Yeah, I'm a sad flower. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go downstairs. My husband and be like, I just can't today. I'm a sad flower. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's a thing. Brian said so. It's fine. <laughs> how, was your, how was y'all's weekend? You, you went to the beach, right? We went to the beach on Friday. So TJ took the day off. 
which was really nice because we needed just like a family, a family day. Um, So we went to the beach, went to Galveston, and we stayed, we got there around like 10, stayed down there until about five. Then we went to dinner at the Rainforest Cafe, which the kids love that just for like the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, we went to this confectionery. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I've been there like it's like La King, um, where mm. it's an old fashioned like candy shop, but they have ice cream and milkshakes and oh, fun! So it's a pretty cool little place, and then of course like wall to wall candy. Um, mm. so you know, get the kids high on sugar, but right. it, it was really it was really nice. Except for I got a little I got a little sunburn. So Aww. Saturday, all I wanted to do was just relax but I had to teach in the morning and then I had I had clients after that and so Saturday afternoon I finally got a little break and then we did a a Father's Day pool party at my sister's house and oh nice yeah so my my parents were there my sisters and their kids and significant others um my abuela so it was it was really nice Oh, that's good. So, what about you? Didn't you go like like on a jeep excursion or something? We we did. We so you know the weekend last weekend, um, Scooter and I went to Marble Falls, mm-hmm. and there's a place called Hidden Falls that's like an off road adventure park. Mm-hmm. So you can do take your jeeps, your side by sides, four wheelers, ATVs, things like that. Uh, so it was just him and I. And then this weekend we took the girls and met up with a bunch of friends. There was probably, I don't know, eight to 10 of us mm-hmm. in jeeps. Um, and so we did that all day Saturday and the girls had a blast, uh-huh. um, minimal damage to the jeep. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And, um, and then, I know. Right. And then Sunday we, before we came home, we went to the slab. So mm-hmm. that's in Marble Falls as well. It's where the, I don't know how to say it, Lano, Lano River. Mm-hmm. It runs through and it's literally just tons of rock bed. But then when there's rain, you can go play in it because the river is flowing. So you can essentially like walk across the whole river and there's some parts you can just kind of camp out and hang out and then it'll flow a little bit faster and you can ride a little tube down a chute um the water's crystal clear it's it's awesome fine yeah we hung out there and then came home and got right back to it this morning you know oh yeah just getting back to it (laughs) i know i was like we both said last night we were like we we need another day yeah just just at home you know my husband and i were saying the same thing we're like we just need another day so Mm -hmm. i'm like Like, i i will totally sign the petition for a four-day work week and a three-day weekend i'm just saying Yes. Or, you know, a, a three day work week and a four day weekend. You know, I'm okay with that. I can that get behind too. that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get on board with that. <laughs> All right. Well, you start it and I'll sign it. Okay. Perfect. Done. <laughs> All yeah. good. And everybody listening, you you need to be on that list signing it too. Well, we'll send yeah. it to you. Just leave us your emails in the comments. <laughs> and, and if you're not on board with that, like, Please just stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're not our people. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's uh, funny. I heard somebody say the other day, you know, you've heard that saying, like, if, if you, what you're doing, if you love it, it's not work. Or how, how was it put? Like, when you love what you do, it's not work. Right. But... 
and somebody pointed this out the other day. I'm like, you know, I, I, I never thought of it that way, but it's true. No, what if you love what you're doing and you're good at it, it's, it's work. You work hard at it to be the best that you can be at what you do. So it is yep. work. It is you work just, and it's like never ending work. Yeah. Yeah. You just enjoy, like you enjoy it so much. You're willing to pour your heart and your soul and you know, everything you have into it. Right. So I just thought that was interesting. So, you know, you, those, you know, three day, four day, five day, six day, seven day work weeks, whatever that is. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you may only be working a fraction of the time, but if you really love it, you never stop working. You don't. Cause you're always thinking about the next thing and you know, Oh, I should talk about that. You know, depending on what yeah. industry you're in, I should talk about this. I should do a post about this. I need to call this client for this. And Oh, the, yeah, it, it doesn't end. That's, that's, you know, I would say that's probably the, one of the few and the, and the list is very tiny that I miss about working for someone else mm-hmm. is you get like, to quit yes, because it's somebody else's work, right? It's not your vision. It's not your dream. So mm-hmm. you're just there to do your job. And it's like when five o'clock hits, you can leave your job and you're done. Right. There's no off when you do this. Right. And when, I'm sure a lot of people in the corporate world could agree you know, like if they're at a, a lower level or even some of the higher levels, if it's not your company, you know, you're just, you're just doing it for the paycheck. Right. And there's well, nothing wrong with that. There's, no, no. There are some days that I wish I was doing that because then I could just have somebody tell me what to do and I could just show up and do it and leave. <laughs> yeah. You can just punch out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no punching out here. But when but that's okay. you own your own business and you're passionate about what you do, and you really want to put quality work out there. You, it's never ending. Yeah. That it, and honestly, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you'll say, but I would still be doing this in some form or fashion, whether I got paid or not. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. No so it makes the difference. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, you have to be willing. If you love what you do so much, you'd be willing to do it free. To I mean, I, and yeah, I mean, I got to pay the bills, but yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we don't make money off this podcast. No, not a dime. It's something that we enjoy doing. We enjoy sharing our thoughts and our views and our experience. Um, and you know, in these areas that we, we worked with for so long and we see right. the value in sharing it with others right. who don't know about these topics or maybe very minimally versed, or maybe just like to hear it. Right. Yeah. Depending on their learning style for yeah. sure. Yup. Yup. All right. Well, speaking of sharing our experiences and knowledge, I want to talk about metabolism today. Woop woop. I know, right? <laughs> it's something every single person on this planet has in common. Yes. Right. <laughs> Regardless of gender, race, religion, yeah. It doesn't matter. All we all things. have a metabolism. You could be human, non-human, like. Yeah. You yeah. Have, Animal, yeah. whatever. Yeah. We all have one. So most of us are familiar with what a metabolism is, but I just want to kind of touch on that super quickly. Um, metabolism is just simply how we describe the weight, the rate at which our bodies burn calories. Mm-hmm. So it's how our body converts food into energy, AKA calories, and then uses that energy to perform essential and non-essential daily functions. Uh, so your metabolism is 
the buildup of substances and then the breakdown of substances. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a couple different terminologies within metabolism that some people may have heard of. So I wanted to hopefully provide some clarification on that and, and why it's important. Um, so we've got your resting metabolic rate or your RMR, and that's simply the calories that we burn while we're resting. So I'm sitting here podcasting, sitting Indian style. The only thing moving is my, are, are my hands and my mouth, but I'm burning calories while sitting, right? Um, so you or, mean I don't have to get on a treadmill to burn no, calories? <laughs> no, you just sit, just oh. sit Indian style and move your hands. That's Man, the key. I've been doing this all wrong. I know <laughs> this is the next bad diet. I'm telling you, um, or there, and these are kind of interchanged a lot and, and they are very similar, but they're not exactly the same. So there's the basal metabolic rate, which is your BMR. And honestly, for all intents and purposes and, and for this podcast and general population, I don't care what you call it. It's kind of the mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's how this all factors in and why it's important to know your RMR or your BMR if you're trying to achieve weight loss or even weight gain for that matter. Um, so it, as your weight increases, um, I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> totally having a squirrel moment. Um <laughs> Okay. Sorry. So an increase in weight will lead to an increase of your resting metabolic rate. Whereas if you lower your weight, you know, weight loss Mm -hmm. going to lower your resting metabolic rate. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So the less you weigh, the lower your RMR or BMR is. Mm -hmm. So where most of us get tripped up, is that as we're losing weight, we hit that plateau, right? I think everybody who has ever tried to lose weight has hit a plateau at some point. Mm -hmm. What we're not taking into account is that as that weight is coming off, our need for more calories is also decreasing along with that. Mm -hmm. So the more weight you lose, the fewer calories you need. Okay. Um, And that's where we get stuck. Because we continue with the same, you know, same deficit or same 1600 meal plan, 1600 calorie meal plan for, you know, months and months and months. Well, you may not need that much anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Were you going to say something? Well, no, I was just going to say our bodies naturally want to maintain. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they're like a well-oiled machine. Like it wants to return to some type of normalcy. Yes. So adaptation machines. Yeah. So, you know, you stay on that 1600 calorie plan. Eventually at some point that 1600 calorie plan is just going to keep you, you know, at the weight you're at, at 1600 calories. Right. For sure. Yeah. Which I'm sure you're going to elaborate in the next part, but you've got to adjust one way or yeah. the other in order to, to get out of that maintenance stage or that plateau. Mm-hmm. You are correct. And yes, we're going there today. What do I win? <laughs> what do I win? <laughs> um, uh, a cookie? Okay. Oh, I well, how this works. You know, I'll know. take it. I'll take okay. it. <laughs> Sorry. My daughter just made, um, cookies by herself, a hundred percent by herself. 
Um, so that's what's on my mind. <laughs> she did a really good job too. Um, well, I expect, okay. I expect some unholds for me and I will yes, come by yes, to get them course. in the next day or two. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, thankfully she didn't make too many. So yeah, I don't right. worry about them, you know, cause I'm like, well, just one more. Well, just one more. Um, okay. So j- just as a little side note, adult females typically burn and this is a really broad range, okay, from 1,600 to 2,400 calories a day just resting, mm-hmm. where adult males typically burn two to 3,000. So males obviously Bastards. burn more. <laughs> right? Just like, kidding. I just stopped drinking Coke and lost 10 pounds. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So men do burn more than women because they're typically larger. And the bigger you are, the more calories you're going to burn, Okay. Um, now that the 1600 to 2400 calorie, that's obviously a very broad range. I mean, that's almost a thousand calories difference, right? But that's why it's so important that you figure out your RMR, your BMR, whatever you want to call it, um, before you start trying to lose weight. Otherwise you're kind of shooting fish in a barrel. Well, and then men also have testosterone, which plays a, a factor too. Right. And women have testosterone too. But um, men have larger levels. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what's interesting is, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to go in order because I want to okay. get to that too. You go in order. <laughs> I'm going to go in order. I'll follow um, your lead. Yeah, okay. So the thing with doing a restrictive diet is that it slows your metabolism. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think both you and I are so much against don't completely eliminate something. Right. Right. Reduce moderation, all that jazz. Um, Because our bodies, like we already said, are adaptation machines. And when we start to lose weight, which is wonderful, our bodies are naturally fighting to bring us back to homeostasis. Our bodies don't want to change. They are comfy where they're at and it's going to fight you tooth and nail to change. Mm -hmm. So the other side is when we lose weight too quickly, so jumping on these fad diets or these boot camps or, you know, a juice cleanse or whatever results in super quick weight loss is your body is struggling to regain its balance. And that actually prevents further weight loss because it jacks with your hormones, more specifically your thyroid levels and your nervous system output. Mm-hmm. So yes, like losing weight quickly, uh, heck, we, we all want that, right? I mean, who doesn't want to be able to lose their excess 10 pounds overnight? I mean, that would right. be wonderful. Um, Where's my magic wand? I know. Right? I know Where's, I left it somewhere. Where's my pill? Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, it's doing more long-term harm than mm-hmm. good. So consider how many of these meal plans, diets, um, intense workout routines, how many of those have you followed over the years? And let's say you're in your thirties and forties now, and how much harder it is for you to lose weight now than it used to be. Well, and a lot of it has to do with decreased muscle mass, you know, as we get older, because our metabolism heavily relies on our muscle mass. Yeah. And the great thing, you know, I have, (laughs) yeah, yes. Lean muscle. I have so many women that are like, well, I don't want to get big and bulky, you know? Okay. You're not. Um, and the great thing about having more lean muscle is that you're naturally just automatically going to burn more calories. Mm -hmm. So yes, you, let's say you're 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. 
lifting weights and gaining strength, gaining muscle mass is a beautiful thing because it's going to cause you to burn more calories without having to do more. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, why wouldn't you do that? Right. Exactly. And, and, and I'm not talking about like crazy CrossFit throwing weight no. up. you know, grunting type stuff either, but strength training does wonders. Yeah. Okay. So we lose weight super quick. Right. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we hit this plateau and we're like, Oh my gosh, it's not working anymore. So our natural inclination is to just go harder, right. Exercise Mm -hmm. more, um, increase that cardio and restrict more. Well, now I'm going to completely cut out carbs or I'm going to completely cut out fat or whatever that looks like for you. It's just this vicious cycle. Um, and that, that constant restriction is just increasing your stress or your cortisol levels while simultaneously, oh, I cannot talk today, simultaneously <laughs> reducing your testosterone. Mm-hmm. And if your testosterone is not where it should be, which is vastly different for men and women, um, that slows your metabolism down as well, which reduces your ability to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So you can see this circle of just restriction and slowing down, restriction and slowing down and going harder and harder and restricting more. And it's still slowing down. <laughs> uh, you can't do that forever. Um So we want to take things nice and slow, which is not glamorous. It is not always fun to take this, you know, we want the weight off. We want it to go fast. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other benefit to going slow is allowing your body time to acclimate to those changes, right? It's kind of like gently saying, hey, we're doing this. It's okay. It's okay to let go. (laughs) You you don't have to hate me. (laughs) Um, Please don't revolt. Um, And it's also going to help you avoid losing your muscle. And that is what I see with so many people, especially those that do um, a keto diet or they Mm -hmm. do the biggest loser style calorie restriction and workouts, right? Yes, you are losing weight on the scale. But not, yeah. (laughs) It's not healthy. You're losing so much muscle. Yeah. Um, and, and remember back to what we said earlier, the more mu- lean muscle you have, the more calories you're naturally going to burn. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it, oh, it, it bothers me so much when I see these TV shows or social media promoting these extreme weight loss. Like I get it. It's, you know, it, it, it sells like the idea of these sure. shows, you know, it's, it, it gives people hope but it gives them the wrong idea. Yeah. For long-term success. Yeah. I mean, yes, of course you can instantly lose that weight. And for some people they're on the verge of death and they need those instant results in those cases. I'm like, okay, get the weight off. I mean, whichever, however you can do it, if you need to go extreme, but that's something under like a doctor's supervision or a registered dietitian or some kind of professional, not something you just go and look up. Oh, what's the best way to keto? And you know what? Yeah. And I'm going to interrupt you super quickly because I'm going to tell you right now, that is not the majority of the population. Mm -mm. So, you know, if you're 50 pounds overweight and you're thinking, oh, that, well, I'm going to have to do something drastic. No, you're not. We're talking like people that are like six, 700 pounds. Right. Right. Or they have special population. Yeah. Or they have serious health conditions circulating around you know, whatever, you know, whatever their 
was going on at the time. Yeah. Um, so those are the special circumstances. 50, even 100 pounds. I mean, I'm not saying it's healthy, but it's not to the point where you need to take extreme measures. Right. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um, you know, and as we age, our metabolism naturally slows down. Mm-hmm. Even if we're super healthy, working out and all that, it's just naturally declines as we age. So it's even more important while you're younger and really in control to boost that metabolism as high as we possibly can. So you're not eating like a little bird when you're 60. Right. <laughs> um, and miserable. And, and yeah. yeah, it's like, Oh, I can only eat a salad and then I'm, I gain five pounds. Um, so some, some ways to increase your metabolism and this is something that I recommend because I see a lot of clients for weight loss. Um, and, you know, they've done all the things. They've done the diets and the intense exercise and all the plans and all that. A lot of them have a lot slower metabolism than they should. Mm. And there's some ways that you can naturally increase that. And it's not pretty, it takes a while, mm-hmm. but it, but it absolutely can be done. So one, it's important, like what we said in the beginning to know what you're, what you're just burning on the regular anyway. So mm-hmm. there's some calculators you can use online to figure that out. You can get a body scan that can help, um, plug in the numbers for you. That's a great tool and a great way to see that on paper, um, But some ways you can, you know, we kind of talked about this with reverse dieting a little bit Mm -hmm. the other day, Mm -hmm. a couple podcasts ago. Um, So let's say you've been eating at a 1200 calorie plan diet, whatever you want to call it for the past couple years, because you got that drilled in your head that, you know, that's what works, Um, but it's not working anymore. Obviously going and adding in a thousand calories to that is going to make you gain weight very quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So a really simple way is to add 50, 75, a hundred calories. You could do it per day, per week. It's just kind of trial and error in the beginning, honestly, but you just add a little bit and you have to monitor the scale. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the one time I actually advocate the scale. Yeah. You you have to, because what you don't want to see is that number increasing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have a little bit of fluctuation, right? But you don't want to see that number increasing. If you do, you need to back off a little bit. Um, So what we're looking for is, let's say you're at 1,200 calories and we're trying to rev that metabolism up, right? We've changed your workout plan. We've changed the way you're eating. So we're going to try 1,300 calories for the next week and see see where your weight goes. If you're maintaining at your weight, that's a beautiful thing. So the following week, we're going to add maybe 50 more calories and bump you to 1350 and see how you do. Mm-hmm. You're still, you're still maintaining, maintaining good. We're going to keep on going. You know, we'll add another 50 or 75. If we start to notice, Oh, that scale's slowly creeping up. We're going to back it back down a little bit, kind of ride that out. And you just keep building on that. Mm-hmm. And it's a slow process, but it can be done. Um, because remember our, our calorie needs fluctuate as is right. And I know myself and all of my clients, we tend to be more, uh, relaxed on the weekends with our nutrition. 
mm-hmm. you know, we like to go out and enjoy out to eat and things like that, where we can't control, you know, how someone, how someone else prepares the food. Uh, so it's important that we don't get stuck at this 1200 calories a day or 1500 calories a day, seven days a week, because our, our, our calories naturally our, our excuse me, our activity levels naturally fluctuate anyway. Some days we may be super active. And then the next day we meet, man, I can't talk. <laughs> Some days we may just be complete couch potatoes. Obviously on those days, you don't need to eat as much where you're not moving. So there's a whole lot of factors to consider with, with your metabolism and wanting to keep that healthy and revved up as you age. And it's important to find somebody that understands that and can coach you through that if needed. Um, You know, if you're ever, so I had a client that her daughter was going to a trainer and they're like, Oh, here's this meal plan. I'm like, wait a minute. Why are they giving her a meal plan on their first meeting? They don't know her. Yeah. They, They have no idea how she eats, what her caloric needs are. And like, you just don't do that. Um, so it's really important to dig in and do your own research. And again, you can find RMR, BMR calculators, whatever on Google. It's very simple. Well, they probably just gave her some kind of generic one that they gave to everybody. And they probably weighed her and was like, Oh, based on your weight, um, you should be eating this much. And this is what you should be eating. Right. Cause I've seen it. I've gotten so many clients that, you know, the trainer before them, or they looked it up online and it said to do this. And I'm like, okay. So you, you know, it's, it's very discouraging for them to come and they're like having to basically start all over again. And they feel like all this time was wasted. Yep. And so, you know, you, you feel for them because it's, it's a, it's a, it's a struggle to, you know, to, to get on this journey. Oh, to absolutely. find your way, you know, to figure out how things work because it takes time. And a lot of us aren't patient, you know, me included. I'm like number one on that. But you have to be patient and it takes time. And you're like, oh my gosh, I've already wasted all this time, all this time. I could be doing it the right way. And instead, I listened to this person, assuming they knew what they were talking about. And right. Come to find out that basically it was just a waste. I know. And it's so frustrating. And here's the thing. I just want to touch on that super quick and we can wrap up, but you know, we always say you don't know what you don't know. Right. So you you may find this trainer online that you think is legit and hell, you may think that about us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you may not know us and be like, Hey man, they're legit. Well, that's cause we are, but, um, <laughs> Amen. but yeah, but so you don't know what you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you just kind of have to vet the person and you have to ask really good questions. But there's one thing that I will tell you, if you're interviewing a trainer or coach or something like that, if they tell you right out the gate that they are going to have a workout plan or a meal plan for you within one or two sessions of being with you, or here's a list of supplements you need to take, you need to run. Yeah. Because they don't know what they're talking about. They're pulling from Google or from something that the previous coach gave to them and all they're doing is putting your name on it. It takes, I've been doing this for a very long time and I know you've been doing it way longer mm-hmm. than me and we're constantly having to change things for ourselves oh gosh, because our yeah. bodies are constantly changing and what works for you does not work for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some clients, it's like a struggle trying to figure out, I mean, we're like a month in 
And it's, we're still trying to figure things out. Right. You yeah, have to it's... make small tweaks until you, till you figure out what works. And some, some people it's pretty clear cut and dry. Like you can, you know, after a couple sessions, okay, I've got this, like we've got this figured out. This is where we need to go. And then others, it's like, well, we've tried this and that didn't work. And we tried that and that didn't work. So let's try this. Wait, that's not going to work either. So, you know. Right. Yeah. And and I will tell you too, you will not lose. The reason why you're not losing weight is because you are at a calorie surplus. Mm -hmm. And it could be because your metabolism is so slow Mm -hmm. Uh, because you've kind of bottomed it out from all of the restrictive eating. So if you're, you know, no, I'm only eating 1200 calories a day. Well, you've bottomed out your metabolism so much. 1200 calories is too much for you now. And you can, so you can go and have a body scan done and you can use those calculators, but take them with a grain of salt because they are not a hundred percent accurate. They're going based on what they see from your body fat percentage. And, um, you know, they take a, a number of factors into consideration, but there's no like microscope that they can go in with and it can be a hundred percent accurate. So that's right. why a lot of times use it as a guiding tool, like everything right. else you have to use it. You have to start somewhere and that just kind of yes. gives you like a starting point, but it's not like be all end all. You still have to do some work and figure things out. Well, that's boring. I That's, that's hard work. I don't like it. I say it's so important for you to listen to your body. Amen, sister. All right. Well, I think that's a great note to end on for that. Um, unless you had anything else you wanted to add? No. Okay. I, I, th- I, think I think I hit on the points. Yeah. Well, I'm going to touch on some of this stuff, too, in our next episode. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Perfect. So well, well, then you'll have on. to tune in to hear the rest of it, folks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, girl. I'll catch you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.